This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Hey everyone, we are with Bethany Shadburn, uh, CrossFit OG. Uh, <laughs> she has been around for a while, uh, since the 2017 games for sure. Yep. And uh, we want to catch up with her. It's been o- almost a year since we've had her on the show. And so we wanted to take some time to catch up, see where she's at, see what's going on in her life and uh, do all of that. So I want to, I want to get the, the bad thing out of the way up front. And that is, um, you had a back injury that happened right before the quarterfinals and, uh, it ended your season for this year. So what I want to know is where are you today? Yeah. Um, so we'll take a step back for a second with the back. I've actually, this has been like a chronic pain. Unfortunately I've had since I was 12 from gymnastics. Um, so it's always been like a battle that I've had and it's just, sometimes it's great and other times it just doesn't want to do anything. And so unfortunately that's kind of how, uh, leading into this season, uh, it's been more on the irritated side. Um, I've actually felt really great mentally. Um, so that's kind of like the frustrating part. I was like, gosh, I just feel, cause I think that's half the battle when you go to like CrossFit games or even like a semifinals or, or whatever it is, um, it's just the mental side of it. So I was like, man, I just feel so great. And I'm excited to kind of put that to work. Um, but my back had other plans this year. So it's just been like an up and down thing, but honestly, I still feel good. I still feel great. Um, it's hard and frustrating that yes, my season's over in literally a weekend. Um, cause quarterfinals honestly didn't even exist until last year, right? It was the last first year. So, yep. um, it just, that's, that is the frustrating part that just because I couldn't do a weekend of a competition, the whole season's gone. Um, and I wish there was like more protective, uh, things with that and maybe something that we can put into effect later on is, you know, I, I would hope that I would make it to the CrossFit games for the sixth time this year, you know? So because I have that background, maybe there's a way to like skip a part if I couldn't do it, you know, to get back to the CrossFit games, but um, that's here nor there right now. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point though. Cause we're talking a lot about, you know, trying to professionalize the sport and everything else. And it's good to sort of draw from other sports where, you know, they have a, ser- a series of season, you know, games, if you will, yeah. you know, or competitions that sort of qualify you for that next stage. Um, and yeah, it would, it would be helpful. It was kind of like the way old regionals was where if someone had a really bad weekend, they got, you know, the stomach bug or COVID or something like that. And they couldn't compete, you know, that they were just out of it. So it's just, it's something interesting to think of. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. My medical curious brain is just wondering what exactly about your back. Do you have like a specific diagnosis? Um, so I, I mean, I recently just got an MRI. I've gotten one, um, about three times over the course of 15 years, just to like double check on it, make sure it's okay. Um, I got one right before I moved up to Vegas because that was important for Justin to see. And it's just a very common thing. I just have bulging discs in my L4 and L5 that kind of protrude into the spinal cord. So that's what causes, you know, I mean, everyone's got it. If you look at a hundred people's backs, about 99 people, um, will have a bulging disc of some sort. And then I just have like arthritis down my back. So, um, all the way from the T12, all the way down to the, uh, S1 area. So it just, there isn't anything like that's crazy mind blowing, like, oh, wow, that's what's causing, you know, Mm -hmm. all these problems, but it's just a chronic thing, you know, that I think a lot of people deal with very common, very common thing. So, and it just gets irritated. And so sometimes, uh, I can recover in a couple of days and be fine. And then there's just some times where like at this point right now, I was actually talking to Randy, my fiance last night. And I was like, nothing's helping. I'm like, I'm getting body work done twice a week. I feel almost worse after getting body work done. Can't do any CrossFit workouts right now. Kind of just 
down to bodybuilding stuff. And even that is like mm, not feeling the greatest. So, and it's not like an extreme pain. It's just a dull, like I feel it like it's there. And so, yeah, it's crazy. It's just weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. I literally just had an injection four hours ago in my oh. T12 L1. Wow. Okay. For like a steroid shot. Yeah. Uh, epidural, okay. uh, to try to clean some stuff up in there, but yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a very, I just feel like it's a very common thing. You know, like a lot of people deal with uh, bulging discs and it's frustrating because you can't really do much for it except for rest. Yeah, the difference is, Scott, you're not trying to get to the CrossFit game. So, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, I was. You don't know that. He is going to the CrossFit game, just not in the same uh, manner. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. well Bethany, this is, this is a new software we're using to record this. And I'm going to try yeah. to do something cool. Hopefully okay. it happens. So one of the uh -oh. reasons you talked about like having a, a, like an exemption for people who have proven themselves. So our friends at fantasy fitnessing, they have a database of information. And so I have a card that I'm going to try to show you. Uh -oh. I think it's this one. So can you see that? Oh, there we go. Last three live performances. Last three live competitions, second, first, first. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> um, and so the proof is in the pudding. You, you, Every time you're on the floor, you prove that you belong. So maybe there should be an exemption for someone who has put in that kind of work. Yeah, or like a point system. You know, I think, um, I don't know who does a point system, if it's golf or or whatever, or like you get like a, a pro card. So you get to skip parts of it. Cause you know, it's, it's, um, it's really mentally fatiguing having to restart every season, every year from ground zero. I, I like that there's like pros to it, but then there's also cons for people that have been doing it for five plus seasons where it's exhausting. You know, I think that's what Carrie kind of got to. She's like, I love competing, but like, it's just mentally exhausting starting from ground zero every year, every season. And, um, but like I said, there's also pros to it. Um, I think it's fun that they're making it very inclusive, especially this year with the community. So, um, trying to put less stress on us and just more about having fun and celebrating the community for the open. Um, so there's also great things from it. Um, but it can just, it, it can wear on you because it's a long season. Like if you make it all the way to the CrossFit games, like it's, uh, it's, it, it can be tiring, it can be tiring. And, and doing a three or four day competition, especially for me, like it takes me about six weeks to recover um, just emotionally from it. Yeah. Well, speaking of emotions, uh, all this you're going through, I'm sure you've, you've seen the flood of emotions of from high highs to low lows. Yeah. And what are you using to help you kind of cope through that? Yeah. Um, well, I started this about three years ago, but you know, the mental side for me is super important. It's been like a, a very important thing the last couple of years, uh, with just all the ups and downs, like you said, but journaling has been huge for me. Um, and just doing like more of the mental side. So like, I'm also very religious. So like the devotion, talking to God, praying is also really important to me. And I feel like um, even though there is frustrations and you're going to have emotions about it, um, I've also had like an underlying peace about the whole thing too. And just knowing that, you know, even though it's been a little crazy the last couple of years, uh, I don't think my time's done. So I, I feel like I still have a lot to give and a lot to show. So hopefully I'll be able to do that in the next uh, couple of seasons. Yeah, I feel I feel like too that one of the biggest differences I know before you went to Vegas and worked with Justin, it was more. I know it was mental, but it was more. I, and tell me if I'm wrong. It was more about your confidence mm, in yourself, yeah, in your abilities yeah. versus like your mindset of like whether I'm happy or sad, kind of a thing. And mm -hmm. in spite of all of these sort of weird on the edge things that have happened with you know not being able to compete at the games last year and then and now this year. I would hope that your confidence is still very high in terms of your ability based on the fact that when you do compete live, you kick some ass. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah, yeah, I think there definitely is a confidence thing. Sorry, Bella's squeaking some toys over here on the ground. Uh, <laughs> 
She's got her uh, puppuccino over there, so she's enjoying <laughs> her toy. <laughs> I love Gosh. it. She goes for, for hours like that. Um, but yeah, there's definitely like an underlying confidence thing um, just because, you know, just like as the card showed, like when I get in person, which is my favorite thing to do, like be in person live on a competition floor, um, that's kind of where I feel my best. And so, yeah, even though, you know, didn't get to compete at the games last year and obviously not going to get to go this year, I think that there's still like that confidence within me of like, no, I, I can do it. I just need everything to kind of, the stars got to align at this point, you know, and, and they're going to, they're going to at some point. Um, and I got a little glimpse of that at West Coast last year and um, definitely a confidence. Uh, more like, I think being around Carrie gave me a lot of confidence. And so that was like a really special year last year was to literally be by her side every day for every workout was an amazing experience and I'll, I'll never forget it. I'm really, really thankful for it. I wish we could have done that again this year or in the years to follow, but I understand that she, she was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> She's like, I'm enjoying my retired life and still killing it with workouts and stuff. But she definitely gave me a lot of confidence in myself because she just built me up. Um, it was excited for me when I did well and stuff. So that was cool. And being able to be like, wow, I actually can, uh, I can hang with her. So that was cool. Um, it was really crazy before between semifinals and the CrossFit games, we were doing workouts and every workout that we did that Justin programmed, we were either like two or three reps away from each other or like seconds. It was, wow. it was like, this is weird. <laughs> it was like every workout. So it was actually, it was a lot of fun. So it, I'm glad you brought up West coast classic because I've, I've seen you compete since you started and the confidence you had that weekend was a different Bethany. Yeah, for sure. And I would say that you hit, that was your peak performance of your career. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so too. Mm -hmm. So, so what far. Did, yeah. So far. So far. So so far. Yeah. You, I was like, I feel like I got more. <laughs> yeah. So what did you learn from that experience that you need to take forward with you? Yeah, I think, I think just enjoying it, right? Like I was just really enjoying myself out there and I kind of had all the puzzle pieces together at that point. I think when I was in Texas, there was a lot of excuses of, oh, well I have to like coach. So that's a lot of emotional energy and like kind of a lot of self-sabotaging too in, in that re respect. But I felt like outside of the gym, I was doing everything to like kind of take care of myself and my body physically and emotionally. And so I think that also gave me confidence, like out of competition and even in the gym and I was training of like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all in like there, there is, <laughs> I think in the past I wasn't, I had like one foot in one foot out. Cause I was like, just in case I fail, these are my excuses why I, I failed, you know, and going to Vegas, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to go all in and just kind of see what happens. So I think that's kind of what set me up for success at West coast. Do you think also because of some of your mindset work and because you, you have, you know, been looking at this as well, because you're having more fun that that's also why you're performing better. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, I think there's definitely like a science behind that of like, if you're enjoying, if you truly enjoy what you do, like it's going to show, you know, yeah. Um, obviously you have to have the hard work. I think there's a piece of like, uh, there's talent, there's hard work, but also enjoying what you do and having all three of those kind of come together is just magic, you know, yep. sparks can happen. Yep. Yeah. It's so funny. The first time we talked to you, we talked about your 2019 top 10 finish Oh yeah. <laughs> and you were very much like, well, the workouts kind of fell into place for me and, <laughs> and you, you kind of almost apologized for finishing top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And at West coast, you were like, Nope, I deserve to win. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, I remember that in 2019, I think, and that was like the beginning of the journey for me for like the, the mental side, the emotional side that I was kind of like missing. Um, but yeah, I had a really hard time that year accepting that eighth place. I just really didn't feel like I belonged or I deserved it. And so yeah, it kind of sent me into all these questions of like, why do I feel that way? Why am I allowing myself to feel like that? So, um, 
yeah, it was a, it's been a, it's been a journey and it's a continued journey of, uh, of that kind of stuff. And I'm thankful that that happened, even though, um, it was like a terrible feeling to feel like that. Cause I was like, eighth place is fantastic. Like I should be excited that I got eighth place. A lot of people would, uh, die for that, you know? Um, so to not feel excited about that and not feel like I deserved it was, uh, uh, a silly way to feel, you know, back then, but definitely a, a growth period for me. Yeah. I just, I love watching that in you that you've come this far. Yeah. Thank you. So, so speaking of growth, you, you dominate West coast and <laughs> then you, then the COVID games. <laughs> yep. Good old COVID. <laughs> so I, I don't want to rehash everything. I know you've been on other shows kind of talking about that whole experience, yeah. but you were sick going into the games, right? Like you kind of felt like something was wrong. Yeah. Like we, we showed up to Madison, me, Carrie and Danielle Friday night and Saturday we worked out just at a random gym. Um, and I just remember like we had like a 20 minute just recovery jog and I was running and all of a sudden I was like, I need to stop running. <laughs> and I've like never said that before. And Carrie was in front of me and I was like, just go, go. And I just started walking and I was like, man, I'm just going to chop it up to like, you know, traveling yesterday, just feel nervous, tired, just like a lot of emotions. It's fine. I'm not going to gain or lose anything at this point. Um, and then that night I like woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, uh Oh, I do not feel good at all. And I was like, there's no way I was just like hitting myself. And I was like, there's just no way I'll just take some Advil. I'll feel good in the morning. And I woke up feeling even worse and I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. I kind of hope it's COVID at this point because I was just like so ill and I just wanted to sleep all day that I was like, I don't even know if I can, can compete. And then, you know, the following day I got tested positive. I was, it was almost like, it's sad to say, but it was almost like a sense of relief because I would have hated to go out there and try to compete and it not be COVID and have to pull out for some reason and it just be like a bad showing so it's almost like i was getting protected in a way I, I mean i felt like it so whether that's from injuries or just having uh, a not good showing and people because like i feel like if you just say oh i'm sick i got a stomach bug people are like oh <laughs> you're weak you know like <laughs> they don't really they don't really care but if you say the silver lining of i guess of covid was like wow like no that's serious you know um and people kind of believe you more i guess I don't know. That was just like kind of my thoughts on that. Yeah. And, and from what I hear, you could not compete that week, even if given the opportunity, it was, it was a no go for you. Oh yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. I was like sick in bed for like three days straight in Madison. I was like, I can't move. <laughs> it was so bad, so bad, but yeah. So how did, so you said it was a sense of relief. At what point did it, was it like, dang it? Like I was ready this year. This was, this was my time. How did you get over that? Um, I think kind of, it kind of hit me more throughout the week. Um, when I realized it's like, oh man, I did all this hard work and I don't get to compete, you know? Um, but Honestly, the entire time, and I still feel this way uh, till this day, is like I still had a lot of peace about everything. I know I said that earlier, but I just always had a lot of peace of like it wasn't it wasn't meant for me to compete for some reason. It wasn't meant it wasn't meant for me. So um, I truly stand by that, and I feel the same way. And there really there wasn't like a huge sense of loss. And I know that's going to sound really weird because this is what I do for a living. And I, I compete all year and train all year for that moment on that stage. But I was like, no, I, I feel okay. I feel okay about it. So, so can you, can you talk us, sorry, Scott, can you talk us through your decision to not do rogue? Oh yeah. Um, well, honestly with that, it's, it's pretty, it was pretty simple. Like they didn't give me an invitation until last minute. Um, and I knew that I was just going to continue to have like an off season. Like I did compete at the CrossFit games because I did train all the way up until the CrossFit games. I just didn't compete. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm just going to take off August and kind of relax and kind of reset my mind and my body. I think that's just really important because that's the only off season that we really get is that time to completely take off. And so I thought about it. I contemplated because it, 
it is in my hometown. It's in Austin, Texas. And my whole family wanted me to do it. Uh, Cooper, my manager was like, you got to do it. Um, but yeah, I think maybe if I would have gotten the invitation a little bit earlier, I, I would have, but I didn't want to go into it like showing bad because I still was not, I like, it took me probably a whole month. So like the whole month of August to feel really good. So I didn't have my taste buds or anything or my smell for a month from COVID. I was exhausted. Like I was sleeping 12 to 14 hours a day and still waking up just really tired. Um, so I didn't get to do any training in August. And then, and then, yeah, I just decided, I was like, well, I want to go to a competition and like do really well. if I'm going to do a competition. So that's why Justin and I decided on Wadapalooza compared to Rogue. It just gave me more time. And then literally it was funny, like a week after I decided that, um, I ended up getting a high ankle sprain. So mm. it was like swollen all the way up into my knee for like eight weeks. And then I was dealing with like nerve and numbness in my fingers for six weeks. And then my back went out on me and I was like, all right, well, yeah, that kind of solidified my <laughs> decision. Oh, good. So no regrets, <laughs> so no regrets there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously it would have been a great competition and hopefully I get to do it down the line. Um, but yeah, I just like, <laughs> was another thing of like, wasn't meant to be, I guess, you know? Um, but then that kind of sucked for, you know, trying to get ready for Wadapalooza because I had all three of those things. So I had about like eight weeks to get ready. So I was honestly four weeks before Wadapalooza, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this because I don't feel good. You know, uh, I'd only had like four weeks of semi training under my belt at that point. And I was just like, ah, but I feel like I need to do a competition before the season just to like get my feet wet again, like a four day competition. So, um, you know, and thankfully it worked out pretty well. Um, but yeah, I just sucked kind of going into a, a competition where I was just like, I don't feel a hundred percent, but then I, I, I was telling myself it's okay to not feel a hundred percent going into an off season competition. But sure. I think as an athlete, you always want to feel really good going into anything. Um, so that was kind of like a, kind of like a sucky feeling. I was just like, ah, this sucks, but I'm still going to do it. And I'm still going to have fun. <laughs> so because your season ended early mm -hmm. right now, um, is that helping your wedding planning or how's that going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. It definitely gives me something. I mean, I, I had planned a couple of things during this time, uh, before the CrossFit games that I wanted to do. So the wedding is a lot, but then also getting out some programming. Um, so I knew I was just going to be like, okay, this is going to be a lot. This is going to be a lot, but I need to stop procrastinating on it. And it's one of those things where, you know, it's a like, there's no off season really for CrossFit. So if you want to do something, you just kind of have to front load it. And so that's what I was going to do this year. Um, so it's kind of another blessing in disguise of like, okay, I don't have to be in the gym seven to eight hours a day and I can focus and put more emotional energy into wedding planning, which is great. Uh, not my forte though. That's for sure. I have my girlfriend helping me right now. Cause I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I like. I don't know what flowers are. I don't know anything. So, um, but yeah, with the programming stuff too, just being able to put more, uh, just energy into that. It's been great. So how did Randy, how, how did Randy propose? <laughs> he did it. Um, it was so funny. He, we were at my uh, family's house in Texas and he came, he flew out for 12 hours. Good man from California all the way to Texas for 12 hours. And so I had this weird feeling. I was like, I think he's going to do something because we had been talking about it. He had asked everybody in my family. So I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to get my nails done just in case, <laughs> make sure they're looking good. And uh, he went the entire like Christmas Eve time without doing anything or saying anything. And in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't do it. Cause it's kind of like, it's kind of weird if you do it in front of a bunch of people. I don't know. We're very intimate people and like quiet people. So, uh, I was kind of like thinking in the back of my mind, I was like, what is he going to say? And like, how is he going to do this kind of thing? And, um, I think he felt the same way. So it's funny that we both kind of felt that way in the moment. Um, and then we had to fly out the next day at like 4 AM, uh, to go back. I was going back to Vegas. He was going back to California for one of the games for the Lakers and uh it was like 11 30 at night and he just like kind of got down on one knee and we were just like talking and he proposed so it was actually perfect for me I loved it the only sad thing is we didn't have any photos so <laughs> but that's okay so, so he works he works for the Lakers yeah 
is he in the fitness industry as well? Yes. Yeah, so he is a strength and conditioning coach for the Lakers. Uh, he's been with them for two seasons now and uh, he loves it. He's been, he was in the college realm for 10 years. Um, and then, yeah, recently got this job two seasons ago and he loves it. He loves it a lot. And, and he has an early off season as well. Yes, he does. So that was actually another silver lining is <laughs> we're both, you know, we got a whole summer to each other. So that's kind of nice. I'm actually in LA right now. So that's kind of a, a great thing that we get to do that we probably will never get again. So really thankful for that. So what I think is really awesome is the first time we had you on was during COVID and he was trapped. Oh, yeah. He was trapped in Texas with you and yep. couldn't get home. Yep. That's so true. That must that's have true. been what built the solid bricks that the relationship yep. was built on. I mean that, that COVID time, right. It was like a make or break for relationships. So uh, it worked for us. We, we enjoyed it thoroughly. So we had a lot, we had a great time. So I want to, I want to talk briefly about Wadapalooza because yeah. you, you killed it. You should oh, have you. won Wadapalooza. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. So I was there, I was in the stands. Mm-hmm. You dropped your bag and I, and I get it. Like yeah. either you, it goes over the line or it doesn't, but they let you pick it up and start back before they told you. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that makes now she's done. This is a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. It's over before. You know, yeah. And I, I can't imagine how you feel. I was livid in the stands. Yeah. Because as being a former judge, the call came way too late. Yeah. And really, really screwed you over. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I mean, the good thing is, and this is what Randy said to me, right? When I got done and I got off the floor, he goes, at least we know it's not a fitness thing. Cause that was the thing I was worried about going into Wadapalooza. I was like, you know, I'm only getting about eight weeks to train for this and like feel semi okay. Like, am I physically going to be fit enough to like hang with the big dogs, you know, and like feel okay. And, um, so that was a silver lining was, it wasn't a fitness thing. It was a technical thing. Um, and I think everyone can say about that weekend that there was highs and lows with the judging, but I think that just comes with like any four day competition. You're going to have really great judges. You're going to have judges that are sticklers and you just have to roll with the punches. Um, but yeah, does it suck that that was, it was a sprint and any type of mistake was going to literally take you out of the competition completely. And that was the difference between me eating first and second. And uh, the difference between a hundred thousand and thirty-six thousand dollars, I was like, ah, oh. not that it's about that or anything, but like if you put it in those terms, you're just like, that sucks, that sucks. But um, yeah, that, no, that's I a mean, lot of wedding money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, that was my whole wedding. <laughs> and wedding and you're a professional bad. athlete. You shouldn't have to apologize for that. Like it, it yeah, is about yeah. the money in some ways too. Yeah, for sure. like we have to make it. Yeah, for sure. We have to. I have thankfully I have great sponsorships that allow me to do what I do. Um, and that's still like, they all reached out to me, you know, after quarterfinals and like, Hey, we still stand behind you and support you. So, uh, really grateful for that. Cause that's, that's a scary thing. Like I literally rely on sponsorships to make a living right now. I don't have anything else. And so that's why I am working on programming. I do have, you know, the collection and the line with form primitive to be able to like have, you know, another income, but, uh, yeah, it can be scary. That was like actually the biggest fear which is sad to say, but a big fear, right? When I couldn't compete any longer at quarterfinals, I was just like, uh, how am I going to keep making money? Like, <laughs> it was like an extreme fear, but it's, it's scary. It can be scary. And, but that's the, like the pros and cons of being a, a professional athlete is you, you have injuries, you deal with these things and you just hope that, your sponsors stick with you <laughs> during that time when you're not feeling so good. So yeah. I am thankful for that. So I have, I have two questions more about Wadapalooza and then we'll move on to the fun yeah. stuff. Um, first off, when Sunday came and it started to rain, <laughs> when you have a back injury and every little slip you feel, mm-hmm. how, how, where was your confidence going into that final day? Oh, I wasn't worried about it. I was actually feeling pretty good. Like I had, um, 
I have the greatest doctor. Everyone says that they do, but Dr. Lunny, he is fantastic. He's all the way in Boston though. So I only get to use him for competitions, but he uh, definitely helps me with my back and anything else that's hurting. Um, so I actually felt really good during the weekend. I was like, yes, this is great. Um, so I honestly, I don't, I don't, I didn't really even think twice about that. And I actually felt really good too mentally with the last day. Cause I feel like if there's something that gets postponed or you're just not sure if you're going to compete the last weekend or the last day because of like rain or whatever, I feel like some people could have been like, Oh, I hope we don't, you know, I just want to be done, you know? But I was just like, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go whenever you want to go. Let's do this. You know? So, um, rain or pour, I, I enjoyed being outside and outdoors. So, um, I enjoyed the rain. I wish we would have competed in the rain. That would have been fun. But I know it's a liability. <laughs> So you're saying, Scott, you're a wuss. You need to work out. In the rain. <laughs> Doesn't matter that no, you're No, no, no. I mean, it is prepare for the unknown. That's right. True. CrossFit. That's mm -hmm. the definition right there. I'll, I'll say it again. There's three of us that are not trying to get to the CrossFit games right now. <laughs> and one of us that is. So it's a little bit different. My last question is, I, I've gotten to be friends with Cooper a little bit. And I was talking to him about the judges call the, the second place finish. He said, your whole camp was livid and you were like, I'm at peace. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. And, and he was like, I don't know how she does it. I <laughs> wanted to fight someone. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. I think it just comes down to kind of what Randy said. I was like, it wasn't a fitness thing. And that's what I was worried about, you know? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, it's really hard for me personally. I don't get angry very often. I don't think like you won't see, I don't really have highs of highs or lows of lows. I'm pretty like neutral, I would say more than not. And um, so, yeah, I was just like, huh, well, you know, I wasn't supposed to, supposed to win that for some reason. So uh, I know it's pretty like a lame cliche answer or whatever, but that's just truly how I feel. I was just like, huh. I thought at one point I was like, this is it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Cause I, I loved that workout, that sprint workout with the sandbag. I was like, Oh, this is a great one. I love it. Burpees. I love burpees. I was excited about the shuttle runs too. I was like, this will be great. I love this workout. Um, so I kind of just went into the, the last day super excited. Cause I was like, I love everything about the weekend and the last day. And I love Tota bar devil's presses or whatever, but I know I can get through those. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be a fun last day. So I was excited about it, but yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, very even keel, I guess. And I think just all, like I said, the mental work helps too with that. Um, but I think it's like a combo of a lot of things. I'm sure. Last time we had you on, you talked about how you had always been religious, but you were really starting to kind of dive back in. Mm -hmm. Um, and, how much of that is what is giving you peace today? Everything. It's everything. It really is. I think that's the, that was the missing link for a really long time and the missing piece. And I just feel like I've had like a lot of epiphanies about things. Um, even like the, the self-sabotaging and just like overdoing things, overworking things. Um, I feel like I've just gotten a lot of answers that are, being put into place to make me a successful athlete, but also just a successful person and like feel good about like who I am as a person. I think that's super important. And I feel like confidence is everything, self-confidence and um, not in a uh, vain way, but like you got to have confidence about yourself too. And I think that goes a long way. And um, I feel like I used to find my identity in a lot of things and just realizing that that stuff is, it comes and goes, right? So you can't put your identity on something like getting first place or even a relationship or something. And it's great to have that stuff, but your identity can't be built upon that because it's like sand. It just here one day, gone the next. Yeah. Because of the word peace, I've wanted to ask you that question for a while. Yeah. 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 I think that's definitely where it's 100%. I give, give it all to that. Super important to me. Well, awesome. So let's talk about your clothing line. Yes. Let's talk about it. So it was released in January. Yes. And lots of purple. 
Yes. Um, how happy are you with what, what came out of it? And is, are there plans for another launch? Mm, yeah. So I, I've really enjoyed, um, the process is really hard and long and it, I think it got really long because of COVID. So I think a lot of things were delayed and stuff. Um, so it was like me, Allison and Scott were putting out lines and they were trying to have us be separated, but um because of like all the delays and things it just kind of we're all kind of bundled together so i think we all were like oh that was a lot of because it was like two years worth of uh, uh delays and work put into it um i think anybody would say this about anything that they put out that it's never perfect right but you just at some point you're like okay we just gotta like put it out and just see, get some fillers out there and just see like what people like what people don't like all of that and and then you can go from there um but yeah i i thought it was really cool that i had one of my girlfriends emma um she helped me design a lot of the things because i am no artiste i don't do that i'm not creative um so she really helped me with a lot of things and just incorporating the pineapple stuff was really cool um i enjoyed that and just having more of like a symbol of why to the pineapples because i think so i have the the pineapple tattoo and when i got this i was just like i love pineapples they're so great uh, I love the taste um, and just kind of going a little bit deeper with that stuff of like, no, it's uh, there's, there's meaning behind it. It's, it's empower, it's empowerment, it's friendship, it's uh, hospitality. It's, it's a, uh, for me, I think it became a deeper meaning as the line got launched of like wanting to empower other women. I know I have men stuff too, but like mostly women clothing. Um, and just empowering other women and just embracing their strengths and celebrating when they do well and victories. And um, I really want to bring that to the floor, to the competition floor and just continue to do that. So it's kind of a cool, like full circle moment for me with the line. So yeah, I hope I get to do more with that. And I know you've been with Born Primitive a while. So yeah. how open were they to your line? Did they let you have a lot of freedom or oh, were yes. you kind of in a box? No, they they let me have total freedom on that. So really thankful for that and that opportunity. It was a, a lot of learning. Um, and I think like if I do it again, there's things that I would uh, like, I just, I know now that you kind of only learn as you do. Um, and so, yeah, but they, they really let me have total just creative freedom with it. And they would, like I would ask their opinion on some stuff, but yeah, they really let me just go with it. So really thankful for that. What's the piece you've worn the most? Um, I honestly, I wear most of the bras, the bra with uh, a lot of people wear this one, but it's, it's got mesh right here. And it's kind of look like a superhero one. Um, but that's a great bra. I like it because it's high neck. So I don't have to worry about not that I have much, but <laughs> I don't worry about anything. Everything feels good. Um, but yeah, all the sports bras are kind of like my favorites. And, you know, of course, having the pineapples can't go wrong with that. Like having the shirt with the square with the pineapple in it. Good stuff. So and they did a really good job too on like making great material with it. My, you can find most of my born primitive bras in my daughter's drawer. They end up getting <laughs> she ends up stealing them. So I've had to actually go back and get get some for her too so that we have yeah i mean they just I've, that's been they're comfortable uh, yes that was like my favorite sports plus. bras for sure yeah yes that was a huge plus when i signed on with them was like uh sports bras i feel like after you wash them they get all like hard and stuff and they like mm -hmm. hurt and i felt like with the material before and primitive they did a really good job of keeping it soft the more that you wash it so i don't know what they did or how they do it but very good job yeah. of that and I, I was going to say that they run a little small, but I'm thinking that my body is running a little large these days. And that's why it's, they're more snug than they, and why my daughter can wear them. So just, I was going to say that and I'm like, no, they're probably true to size. I'm just not true to size right now. Okay. I would say some of them, some of the stuff is off. Like I feel like with the joggers, I'll wear like an extra small, which I am not an extra small. So I was like, mm -hmm. man, I feel good. I feel great. Yeah. Um, and then some stuff like the t-shirts are were larges in. So it's just like, I'm all over the place with the sports bras and the medium. So it's just like, I don't know, but you know, when you put on those smalls and extra smalls, you're like, wow, feels, feels good. good today. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned briefly programming. I yeah. saw that on Instagram yesterday, I believe it was. 
a little yeah. tease about that. And yeah. I, I've got a lot of questions because you're yeah, with underdogs. Yeah. And now you're creating your own. Is it, is it competitive programming? Is it something a little bit different? Yeah, it's, it's more just general population uh, programming. So it's just for like the everyday user. I would say like the only thing that people probably will either love or hate about it is how long it is. Cause it's, it's a lot of different pieces put together. Cause I, at first I wanted to just do like accessory mobilization, uh, stuff like that. Um, but Randy was like, that doesn't really make sense because you don't know where to put that stuff. So it's better just to make like a full program. So like the actual program itself isn't like my forte and this is a great learning experience for me. Um, but I love the activation, the mobility, the accessories. So there's an emphasis on that with the program. But with that comes time, lots of time. So people are either going to love that or hate it, that it's going to be you're going to be spending like 90 minutes to two hours in the gym probably. So, but I feel like most CrossFitters enjoy that. And uh, I don't know, there's a lot of diehard fans out there that just enjoy being in the gym for that long. So, um, and it's probably going to be a huge learning curve too, because there's a lot of videos that go with each exercise too. So you're like, Oh, I don't know what that is. You click on the video and you can watch it. So there's probably going to be like a huge learning curve with that too. But then as you go along with the program, you won't have to do that as often because you'll know, Oh, I know what that is. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad population. I don't, I'm just glad I don't have to go onto Instagram anymore and pick all my saved, <laughs> all my saved yeah, there you go. See? yours that I have to shuffle through now. Yeah. Now it's all organized. It'll all be on one thing. Yeah. We're going to use, um, like eventually I want to make like my own platform or app or, or website or whatever. But I think, to make mistakes and see if this is something that I really, really enjoy doing. This first year, I'm gonna have it on Train Heroic, that app. But you can still have like all of your exercises and then. Did we lose her? Uh-oh, we're all oh, back. There you are. Are we good? There you are. Okay. <laughs> but. So you yeah, said you're so, going to use Train Heroic. That's the platform you're going to use? Yeah, I'm going to use that for the first year. And just like, that's where my mistakes are going to be made. Some get some constructive criticism on, you know, what people like, what people don't like. Um, I made, like, right after quarterfinals, I had already decided that I was going to do all the videos and stuff and get them um, uh, recorded and stuff. And unfortunately my back was not feeling so great. So I'm probably going to have to redo everything in like a year and a half. But I was at this, at this point, I was like, Nope, we're going to do them. I'm good for two reps. Let's just get it done and see what happens and see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. And that's but, gotta be the most time consuming piece of putting yes. that all together. Right. It's just yeah. all the, all the video recording. It was like 600 plus videos of so it's, we did it in like two and a half days though. I was very surprised. I was like, wow, we did a lot in a little bit of time. Um, and then, yeah, just having someone edit them and they'll be all on YouTube as well. So it'll be kind of cool to have them on YouTube, but then also the link will be on Train Heroic. So yeah, hopefully it, hopefully it does well, but yeah, it shouldn't coincide with, uh, it's not a competitive training program. It's not anything near what we would do with underdogs. But um, this is something that I've had a heart for, for like three years, I would say now. And I've had a lot of people ask and request. And so I'm like, well, guys, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do my best. And y'all guys just give me feedback. So, I remember when we talked it. to you during COVID, we were asking you about it and you were, you were kind of uh, leading on that that was, I was coming down the pipe, that that was something that yeah. you enjoyed doing. So I'm excited yeah, that yeah. you get to, to see that to fruition. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely been a long time and been procrastinating on a lot. So here we are. <laughs> I'm just glad I have a new motto. My whole CrossFit career, I'm good for two reps. I'm good for two reps. <laughs> I'm good <laughs> for two reps. If it's good enough for saying, Bethany, like, it's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I was in so much pain the entire time we were recording. And I was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm maybe good for one or two. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I finished the Open one year. And I, I don't think I had more. Can we hear you? Can you hear me? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. There was a phone call that came in. So oh. I had to like. Yeah. At, at the, to finish the open one year, I knew I had one rep in me 
just to post a score. Yeah. I did the one rep. My back was like, nope, we're done. Yep. You're like, never done here. <laughs> so I would be remiss to not ask about Bella. Oh, yes. Yes, I have it right here, too. We, we need a Bella update. Bella! Hey! Here we go. How, how <laughs> does Bella get to California? Do you drive? We drive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a four-hour drive, so it's not too bad. So are you going to be a California girl now? I am. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to be moving up here. So my, my lease is actually up in September. Um, so I was going to move out here. This was like a plan the past year. I was going to move out here after the season just because I miss Randy. I love being around him. We're going to be married. So it just makes more sense. Um, so I might be moving out here a little bit sooner rather than later, just because there's not really, I'm like, I don't really have anything going on right now, not training for anything. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to be a, an LA girl. That's awesome. Right. See how that goes. <laughs> I wanted, I, I, I would like, um, Jojo to make a quick appearance just because I knew Bella would be on. So I brought my, Oh, let me see my little mama. <gasps> Look at Jojo. that. Aww. She's not sure what's going on. Cause she never comes to the gym, but there she is. Hello. Okay. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. <laughs> So sweet. They would be best friends. Bella hates other dogs. So <laughs> sad. Well, they I know. Be best friends, then. I know. <laughs> she, it's weird. She likes certain dogs. There's like dogs where she's too. like, we're cool. And then there's other. Oh, look at her. She's hunting and birds. Then, there's birds. I'm getting birds. Birds and birds. Okay. But yeah, and then certain dogs, she's like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. For oh, me. wow. <laughs> she's gotten grumpier as she's gotten older. Yeah. Well, Sadly. it must not be great. So great at the gym then, or, or unless she's the only one. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's a loner. Like there's, there's a lot of dogs at the gym. So like everyone brings their dog. And so, you know, she just, loner's got to be alone. She's got to just sit by herself and she just sleeps all day anyway. So it doesn't really matter. She's so cute. <laughs> not to get off dogs because I have one too. He's just upstairs. <laughs> Um, and whenever I travel with cat, we have to stop like every two steps to pet a dog, but of course, um, you said in your Instagram post when quarters were over that the good news was, is that you figured it out and you can't wait to have a full season to work in a way to that. Now that you figured out the path for your back. Yeah. 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 I think, I think for me, um, I'm just at, at a point in my career where less is more, which is a very, very hard concept. I think for, for anybody that does CrossFit because we do CrossFit because more is more and we love more. And, um, especially the way I grew up, my, my dad is just very into working out. So we were always doing like crazy extreme things like, all right, before you go to bed, we got a thousand sit-ups. Let's go put your feet underneath the couch. Just like silly things like that. Um, and so I've always just grown up and more, got to do more. And, and then you're told too, as an athlete, like someone's always working harder than you and all of that. Um, and I think, yeah, I just kind of gotten to a point where even though it's, a, it's an everyday battle still, and it's, it's hard to, to slow down. I think less is more the cliche, I don't know, quote, less is more. And so, yes, I think, I think I know that, but it's still like hard to like put into place sometimes because you're like, I'm just going to do a little bit more here, but my back is literally telling me no. So, um, yeah, it's just putting that into place. And I think the, I think the way to go about it for me is like three weeks on one week off kind of thing. Um, and even during the three weeks, it's not three weeks hard. It's, it's ramp up into those three weeks and maybe have like one hard week but the other two weeks are medium, I would say. Um, and then it's deload, you know, and just continue that cycle. So I think if I could have like put that into play the last couple of months, I would have felt really good. Um, but yeah, wasn't able to do that. But I think I have like the right foundation for this upcoming season. So do you think having a full year off may have been the best thing that could happen to you? Yeah, at this point, two years off. <laughs> kind of, not really. But yeah, yeah I think um, 
I think being hurt for so long too, because I feel like after COVID, you know, didn't feel good for a month and came back to the gym and it was just kind of like injury after injury after injury. And then it's been kind of like an up and down battle with my back. Um, it's not fun when you're not feeling good, you know, it can really not be fun. And so I think that was kind of, was slowly creeping into my head was, man, this is not, I'm not having fun. And I actually told Justin that I was like, I'm not having fun, but it's because I'm not able to do what I love every single day, which is being in the gym and train. And like, when you don't feel good, you're not going to have fun. So I think that just kind of, it, the silver lining of this year is like, okay, I get to find like the, the joy of it again and relax and just have fun in the gym and uh, not be like in a scarcity mindset. I think that's kind of what was happening as the, the season was creeping up and I wasn't feeling good. I was, I was getting into a scarcity mindset of like when I actually did feel good for like that one or two or three days, I was like trying to kind of like push. Cause I was like, I just like, I need to make sure that I can actually do this still or whatever. And um, I think if I would have not done that, I would have been a, in a better place, I would say at this point, but that's also, okay, it's always learning. You're always learning, I'm always learning. It's great learning time, but yeah, I think For this sure. year kind of gives me more time to uh, find that joy again and like feel good again. And I think that's super important for a longevity and a career. When you move to LA, are you going to stay with Justin? Yeah, I think, um, I think that the most important thing right now is I just need to get to a good place where I feel really good and then decisions can be made. Um, but I feel like Justin has great programming and I had so much success last year. I mean, that was shown with this programming last year. Um, so you know, the skeleton is super important for me to have like all those pieces. I think I, I grew as an athlete so much last year. So um, it might be, it might look a little different, obviously, obviously, because I won't be in person. But um, yeah, I think using that skeleton is super important because I think he's, he has so much, uh, he's been in the game for a really long time, a long time. And he's got a lot of wisdom. And he, I think he's really good at kind of basing our wads because i feel like wads sometimes can get a little crazy of like how do you program this stuff because it just gets a little wild like i tried to program for myself like a couple years ago and i was like i don't even know what i'm doing so (laughs) i think he has a better idea of of history and where things come from and uh kind of like basing your workouts off of maybe what you will see at a competition or the open or quarterfinals and stuff like that so yeah. yeah, didn't that happen at West Coast? Didn't you guys like do a workout that was like super similar to one of the West Coast events? Or oh, it maybe it must have been somewhere else. But I remember you saying something like the three of you guys had done something that Justin programmed that was like very similar to probably. Yeah, oh, it probably. was. Um, wait, didn't you do an open announcement? Yes. Did you do an open? Yeah, it was. It was the open workout. I think that you had mentioned that in an interview that you guys had done something very similar. Probably, probably. Or maybe I was hallucinating. That's yeah. also possible. I don't know. But. Yeah, I think you might be right. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like quick, it's how it happens over and over again. Yeah. Quick question for you around sort of the state of CrossFit right now. Um, yeah. Surely you've been kind of maybe paying attention to sort of the hiccups that HQs had during the season with releasing workouts, standards, seating semifinals, and things like that. Um Clearly, it doesn't affect you, which is probably a great thing um, that you're not going to get super heated over any of it. But are, are there, is there any sort of one piece of the goofs that sort of get your goat a little bit? Honestly, I haven't really been paying attention. So <laughs> I really didn't know. Like, I kind of knew what was going on, but not really of like the controversies. But honestly, I feel like there's always something every year, right? Um I feel like in the, even in the open a couple of years ago, when they started kind of buckling down a little bit more on standards, like you would get reps or points taken away from your time added if you weren't standing straight up completely when the timer said go. So um, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like sometimes, and I hate saying this, but you know, we live in a world now that 
people can get more sensitive about things too. So there's also sometimes maybe there's some entitlement of, you know, things wanting to go a certain way for people, but I don't feel like necessarily there's anything that's, um, you know, the rules are rules and, you know, standards are standards at the end of the day. So that's why I try not to get too heated about like, even at a competition, like the judge says no rep. Okay. I, even if I felt like I did the rep completely fully, um, it, I, I got a no rep. So you just do it again. You just go with the flow. So I think that's the best way to kind of go about anything with competitions or even the open or, or any of that stuff. Cause it's really easy to just get sucked into that vortex. And then you're focusing on that and you're not focusing on your training or anything else. So I don't know. Well, I have, I have actually two more cards just to show that you are deserving of a place. Um, <laughs> Let me see if I can pull those up. Here are your top 10 finishes at the games. Oh, nice. Each, each cool. season, 2017, you had three. 2018, you had six. 2019, you had nine. And 2020, you had one. I was dead that year. <laughs> that was a great year. <laughs> and then cool. the next one is the, your event wins at major competitions. Ooh. Do you know what they are offhand? No, I have no idea. It'd be interesting to see. I think it's this one. Well, infamously, the ruck run. Oh, yes. Smash. And that's just Demolished. from 21 and 22. That's not your career. Yeah. I think that's it, though. I don't think I won anything in 17, 18, or 19. I think there was a couple of second places in 2019. Yeah. So cool. two event wins at West Coast Classic and one at Wadapalooza. Yeah. Very cool. So thank you to our friends at Fantasy Fitnessing for pulling that together for us. Yeah, um, But, um, you know, you're one of our favorites. Uh, I'm glad you jumped on with thank us. You. Hope we get to see a healthy Bethany next season. Yes. Yes. Sooner rather than later. I think it'll, it'll all come together. It's just a matter of time. Like I said, it's just stars got to align a little bit and they're, they're coming. They're getting in line right now. So this, this gives you there. time to work on your karaoke also. Because we still have to do that. Oh, you can practice. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. It's happening. It's going to happen. It will happen. Fans. And, and you a couple drinks her. for that. Yes. Yeah, speaking of, do you prefer red or white? Red or white? Wine. Oh, wine. Oh, I like red. Yeah. For sure. Red girl. Yeah. Dry and kind of sweet. Malbecs. Yeah. They're great oh. wine. That's great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's okay. <laughs> you're not missing anything. <laughs> I just did you see the shirt? I did frame it. Oh yeah. That looks great. I love it. Yay. That's so exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for jumping on with us, Bethany. It's been awesome yeah, as always. You. And good luck in, do, do we have a wedding date? August 27th. Ooh. Yes. It's going to be nice and hot. We're going to Texas. So that's where both of us are from and all of our family and friends are there. So we're going to do a small little quaint wedding and it's going to be very hot. Yep. But at the time that was like our only off season. So we're like, yeah. oh, we're going we're gonna to do it. So, yep. Uh, Easy are you changing your name? Are you going to change your name? Mm -hmm. what's, yep. what's Randy's last name? Flores. I get to be Hispanic. Flores. There we go. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm, they mistake me you sometimes for being, yeah. yeah. So thank you. I will Perfect. be officially Hispanic. <laughs> Bethany Flores. Bethany Flores. <laughs> yeah. Got a nice ring to it. I'll talk about bearing the lead till the last minute. Jeez. Should ask you that. I should ask you that 45 minutes ago. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, Bethany. Um, good yeah, luck absolutely. in your in the wedding this summer and everything else. Yeah. And yes. uh, we'll stay in touch. Yes, that sounds good. Bye, bye, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.